Welcome to episode 8 of the Skillshop Pincast. I'm Graham. I'm Kayla. And uh, today we are interviewing two hot shots in the Seattle pinball scene. Hot uh, shots internationally, too. Hot shots internationally, yeah. it's true. <laughs> Our guests today are 12th in the world and 29th in the world, or 7th in the United States and 18th in the United States, respectively. And that's before uh, you add in... Their points from Pinburg that they just got a couple weeks ago, uh, fourth and second, respectively. Uh, and one of them is an old friend of the show, and the other one's a new friend of the show. Uh, so, Kevin and Raymond, hello. Hello. Hey. That's Kevin Burrell, or Kevin Burrell and Raymond Davidson. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Squirrel. Yeah. Like Squirrel. Right? Thought. Mm-hmm. People say it wrong all the time, but... Yeah. Maybe I say it wrong, I don't really <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> so, <sighs> you guys are coming off of a huge win from Pinburg. The first... Uh, First Pinberg that's not at the pop-up facilities too, correct? Like yeah. you guys have been before. And I would venture to say like some of the best showings that you've done yourselves in it anyways. Like I know you have oh, big California Extreme ones, um, big in-disc finishes, but this is respectively like probably the best thing in your career. Well, it's like you look at everybody who goes to California Extreme and Indisc, and they're literally all at Pinburg. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's sort of the, the cross-section when you, you know, people who miss California Extreme but go to Indisc or, or miss Indisc and go to California, California Extreme, they all go to Pinburg, so. Yeah, because yeah. the cap was at, like, 700 players in that match play, right? Yeah. So that's insane. Largest match play event of the, in history, as far as I know. As far as I know, also, like, the largest pinball tournament, period. Mm-hmm. Largest cash pool. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What's the what's the top prize there? What did you guys just miss? Uh, Fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah. Holy moly! Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, second place was seven point five thousand dollars. Yep. And yeah. then four thousand dollars, and then two and a half thousand. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Louise. pretty awesome. Yeah. Nothing I was there. actually at work watching the finals on streaming. Like I was at the stupid retail job that I work at night, uh, and like had my headphones in watching it streaming. Customers would come up, and I was like, ah, just one second. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to watch this finish. Like this is so exciting yeah it was uh I'm it glad, was exciting glad we could provide you guys yeah. entertainment <laughs> definitely um and kevin i watched you do like some ridiculous moves on super orbit with that post. oh yeah yeah just like well because i everyone else was like well actually at that point no one else was shooting the spinner earlier people were shooting the spinner on that game try and build their bonus mm-hmm. but i'm like screw all of that bs yeah. like I'm just going to backhand the very target over and over and over and over. And mm-hmm. mostly because people were telling me not to do it. That's why I did it. I'm like, no, I'm going to win this way and you're going to see. Yeah. And I almost did, actually, which yeah. is kind of a bummer. The, but uh, it was fun. The penalty for missing was high, though, because if you yeah. hit that, that rubber on the right side, it just, just went straight to the left out lane. I yeah. did see that happen to you once, Raymond. <laughs> you, basic, you basically Ugh. had to miss early. If you missed late, yeah. it was over. Yeah, I call that the Goldilocks shot. So, yeah. like, you have, you know, a shot that's too early, a shot that's too late, and you have one that's just right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Steve Bowden still has not put that in his pinball dictionary, but, you know, one day. <laughs> yeah, we'll use it enough on this show, yeah. and it's bound for... <laughs> oh, he's he's so backlogged with the uh, pinball yeah, dictionary. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's the other exciting part. Like, you get to see so many of these, like, characters that you just talk about and see oh, and hear great. about. Like, it's yeah. so cool. Yeah. It's like you're in a fantasy, like, you just took a trip to another world like it's like this whole literal reality like all the big pinball people mm-hmm. are there i mean yeah. that's not quite true but it's basically true yeah no daniele <laughs> yeah year, he was right? supposed to be playing yeah. and he for whatever reason couldn't go so fine by us right like that's, it would have been a lot harder road be... to the top <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah it's very exciting to see all this that, that top level play 
But um, I was wondering if you guys could just like walk us through a day in qualifying, like what that was like to just uh, like what what time does your day start? Like how many games of pinball are you probably play, playing? Uh, so like it's uh, it was a three day event, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, Thursday and Friday were the qualifying days. Um, the first day, Thursday, uh, you're you're basically seating yourself to find out where you stand. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't do so hot, you'll get put in a division, um, you know, lower like there's A, B, C and D. Uh, but certain people like like us were restricted to A. So even mm-hmm. if we suck, we still have to play against A players. So which makes it, you know, really hard for day two. Well, Cause... yeah, because your win loss record carries over from day oh, one. Okay. So if you come into a day two in A, like 15 points down or something, you just It's can't. really hard. Yeah, you basically can't recover. But on the contrary, you come into A with the most points, you can still not make the qualifying. Yeah, that's so it's, crazy. It's yeah. you have to be consistent, and and you know that's sort of what I kept telling myself was every every round, as long as you're getting, you know, six or seven or eight mm-hmm. points out of a possible twelve, um, you're you know you're staying the pace. Yeah, uh, you just have to do all, everything you can to avoid the threes or the twos. Yeah. or in Kevin's Ooh. case, the uh, the one. <laughs> the <round>. one. <laughs> I I actually once I had that round where I got a one, I was like. So sure that it was over. Right. I like there is yeah. no way that I could come back from this. But I think I had like either a ten or an eleven oh after that, gosh. and it was yeah. like bam. So you might as well have had two rounds with a six. Yeah, exactly. Right. exactly. Yeah. And so to sort of walk you through, you know, your thought process as you're playing these, you know, it really just depends on on how you're doing. It's like you know, you, you play your first round. If it goes pretty well, you're in a pretty good mood, and then you you know, all right, I can do that again. All right, I'm pumped. Mm-hmm. And after a really good round, you're just like, yeah, all right, let's let's play. I'm ready for my next <laughs> yeah. round. But if you have one of those not so good rounds, you're still pumped to play again because you're like, oh, I can do better than that. And it's all about the mental attitude. You just got to keep yeah. keep mm-hmm. positive. And definitely don't don't look at the uh, score sheet because the score sheet in every round tells you what seed all the players are oh. at that point. And, you know, it reseeds you after every round. Oh, okay. So, like, you'll come into a round and you'll be like, I'm in 10th. And then, like, oh, I got a one. And then right. you start the next round. I'm in 70th. Yeah. Great. Like- <laughs> For sure. Yeah, it's hard. It's, it's really hard to just keep yourself positive if you're just looking at that too much. Yeah. Just you and the game, right? Like Pretty much. I mean, did you get into any groups where you're like, oh, crap, I have to play this person. This is not good. Uh, I actually dodged most of, most of those. Nice. I didn't really have too many you know, group of deaths where yeah. it's like, holy crap, I'm playing against yeah. you know all t- top 10 people. Right. I saw other people in those groups and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad. I, I had a group with Jim Belsito that oh, was gosh. like, it kind of scared me. But I mean, I've played against him before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there were definitely a lot of groups near the end where I was playing at least one one person was, you know, a really, really good player. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I kind of like that because it's, it's just gives you more, you know, you can watch them and learn how they oh, play. definitely. And uh, when you beat them, it's all all the better. But it's oh, also yeah. <laughs> okay. Like if only one person in your group is like way, way, way better than you, then you know you could still pull off. Like or I shouldn't say that. I mean, obviously anyone. Well, can do actually, anything, it's, it's but... kind of yeah. true though because in Pinburg, yeah, the way the scoring works is you play your your four games, and you either get three wins, two wins, one win, or zero wins mm-hmm. on each game. Uh, so if you get all seconds, you yeah, know that's you're, eight. That's points, great. That's a really is, good round. It's two above average. Definitely. Um. And Whereas in most formats it's four two one zero, mm-hmm. so you need the firsts to to really do anything. And when you're in a group with Keith Elwin, it's like, well, I'm not getting any firsts, so I'm totally screwed. You know, you all know? eights could 
probably i oh, mean yeah. actually yeah, yeah it definitely, definitely would have moved you on mm-hmm. because i think the cut this year was like 73 and i mean i think i got 76 or something oh, so gosh. um wow i yeah. was i was two points away from top qualifier it would have been yeah. 500 extra dollars on top of everything wow. but elwin decided to put up a like 65 million avatar game to my 60 million <laughs> avatar game wow shredded so insane uh i mean that helps you get a buy too if you finish in top yeah qualifying, right? you get a yeah. it, well like i think it's the top 24 get uh-huh. a single buy no top 24 qualify no, no, no. Top 40 qualify. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that was last year. Yeah. No, it's top 16 get a buy. Oh, yeah. Top, top 16 uh, get a buy, four, top get a double four buy. get a double buy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very I actually had to play a tiebreaker for the single buy and did not get it. Oh, bummer. On Super Orbit, even better. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, as it turns out, it didn't matter because I had to right. show up and More play. And, yeah. yeah, I was ready to go because my opponents kept picking the same bank. Uh, I only had to play a different bank once. So top seed gets to pick banker position, is that right? Yes. Okay. Yep. For the gotcha. first game. So okay. you'd be really, like... You'd be pretty dumb to pick position. Hey, I, right. I, I might have picked position. Well, <laughs> you might have been pretty dumb. What's, That's your, all I'm saying. what's your reasoning for picking position there? I was sort of making a bet that the next person would choose the good bank anyway. Ooh. And also, I wasn't allowed to choose that bank again because oh. I chose it the last round. So, instead yeah, I of... forget. I didn't pick because then who was it? Uh, Carl didn't pick bank after uh, that. Uh, yeah, no, everyone just kept passing it to the next person. Yeah, and then oh, I weird. picked, like, the bank the that you good didn't bank. want. Yeah. Oh, I picked the good bank, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's a lot to think about going through that whole day. Oh, like, boy. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And then for it to come down to a, a double tiebreaker was yeah. Yeah, totally that was really exciting. Cool. The, Graham, I don't that's know if you a... know that this, but, like, first, Raymond and uh, Zach Sharp were tied for first, and then Kevin and Keith Elwin were tied for third or fourth. Holy like, moly. It was on awesome <laughs> finish. Yeah, yeah that doesn't yeah. really happen that no. much. I think, I think the only thing rarer is the three-way first tiebreaker, right, which yeah. can happen in like one situation. That happened to me at California Extreme. I was not too stoked. <laughs> Where one person just gave up all the points and dispersed them evenly. Yeah, it's like seven, 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 zero. It was, yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh. So weird stuff can happen for sure. <laughs> How many days long were you there at Pinburg? I, I, I'm uh, a novice for this. Four I, days. Four days. It was okay. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday wasn't Pinburg. It was just replay effects. Replay okay. effects. Oh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. And, so you guys had been to Pinburg in the past at the Papa facility. Like, mm-hmm. How did you feel like this compared to, because um, it's at the downtown convention center in Pittsburgh? Which right. is the craziest convention center really? ever, by the way. Yeah. In what sense? It's huge. Oh, yeah. It's like. They put like, what, 700 machines in there or something? Yeah. Like that? And oh, yeah. it still no, seemed insane. like small. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, we weren't, like they weren't really cramming it, the it space. It was really cool. I would I recommend uh, trying to look at some of the pictures that were yeah. taken. Um, Gene X t- took a lot of pictures. Yeah. On his, is it orange photography? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so fantastic. Yeah, it was really amazing looking at all those games. And uh, I really liked it at the convention center because I got to see downtown Pittsburgh. Yeah. Which, like, <laughs> for the first time. For the first time, you know, I'm looking at all these huge buildings. I'm just like blown away. And uh, Yeah, because we... um, Papa is like kind of outskirts of Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah. Scott Township. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> no offense to where the Papa facility right. is, but there's a lot of this much better food and like hotels uh-huh. anything when you're like when you're not in a major city well right. when you're in the major city right next to the convention center too yeah, like there's build obviously that, lots yeah. of, it was it was a little yeah. more pricey than trips yeah. past but uh well you made up it for ended it. up working yeah it worked <laughs> out for us but honestly like the price difference was not that bad to where i'd be like oh yeah let's move it back to uh 
the Papa facility. Yeah, the experience yeah. made up for it. Yeah. Well, definitely. I don't know about that because, like, on the price end on their end, because they have to move all those machines. For them, from, yeah. Yeah, that's it's, insane. I don't, I don't know how they managed to make that I, work. I heard something that they had, like, 64 trucks to move all those games. Well, that would make like, sense. I mean, oh my that's gosh. pretty much and how they're, much they're going to do it every year now. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's confirmed. They're just going to, mm-hmm. they're going to stick with that. I, I don't, yep. Well, it's yeah. like, pretty sure. Yeah. It's weird. I heard it's really Bowen said, like, yeah, I haven't, nothing's been announced for the next replay FX, but, Earlier on, he was like, oh, yeah, of course, Kong Off is coming back to the next replay effects. So I'm yeah, pretty sure Pinburg's it's happening. Not, yeah, Pinburg's not going to just disappear. So. No. <laughs> yeah. so. so the Kong Off was the um, King Kong tournament, right? The Donkey Kong tournament. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, Donkey Kong. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so people like uh, Steve Weeby and yeah. Uh, yeah, Billy Mitchell, Billy Mitchell. And all those guys, Hank Chen, all those guys. Yeah. Ever since King of Kong, like, so on Space Shuttle, there's this rollover target to USA. And like, I cannot stop thinking about Billy Mitchell every time I yeah. play that game. Because in the King of Kong, he's like, you know what my initials are? They're like, B something M. Huh? He's like, no, USA, America. Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I just can't stop thinking about him all That's the time. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I guess the only downside to the convention center was that, like, when we were playing the evening rounds, like, you know, there's three rounds, which is a large portion of the day. That's, like, yeah. noon till whatever, or actually 10 like a.m., I think, till, like, yeah, 6, and then you play two rounds after your dinner break. Okay. Once it started getting dark, the lighting in the building was really kind of dire. Like, oh, it was okay. starting to get hard to see games, uh-huh. and then there was this crazy, like, multicolor rgb led lighting that they had in the place <laughs> and like it caused some really wacky glare over yeah. all of the games but yeah. i guess they just didn't think of that and they were like oh yeah we'll figure it out for next year mm-hmm. either move games or change the lighting or totally. something it's so. just arcade mode man yeah yeah <laughs> natural habitat pretty much i feel I like someone like todd mccullough has the advantage there because he just blocks all light oh yeah uh, oh, and then so the only other thing, complaints that I heard about uh, at the downtown convention center was that there's no carpeting. So, like, oh, were, yeah. Yeah. Were you guys yeah, okay on concrete floors know. all my day? My feet were kind of hurting a little bit. There was, yeah. I saw someone who had like a little, um, you know, puzzle piece oh, right. foam cutout thing. So, yeah. like, they were carrying it around and standing that's, on that. That's nice. Awesome. It was actually nice. probably a good idea. Yeah. And then the other weird thing about the concrete was that they had to put all the games on rubber feet oh, okay. to stop people from sliding them. Right. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Which is fine. I actually don't mind the rubber feet, but some of the ones that they used were these weird, like, really shallow ones that don't really have, like, um, a, nice a cup to it. Or... Well, they don't oh, have a okay. cup for the leg. So it just come right off? So, well, the ruling was that if someone was to, you know, slide a game off of a, off of a rubber stopper, they'd be DQ'd for just oh, the game, wow. I think. But, <laughs> like, and apparently it happened a few times. Yeah. It didn't happen to me, but definitely when I made a big save, and, you know, most of the games at Pimber are gone like Papa. They're not set up crazy hard or anything. They're just set up kind of a little harder than factory. Yeah. There were quite a few games that I could have envisioned that happening really mm-hmm. easily on. Or like someone else would do a big nudge and I'd be like, wow, I would love to do that. If only I wasn't afraid of like a DQ. Yeah. You yeah. know, oh. I mean, maybe I was just getting paranoid about it. But, you know, I before every game, I would actually go down and look at the feet to see. Uh-huh. which type they were so i knew if i could get away with it mm. you know i mean all the games at full tilt have those too right but they're the ones that you know they're not coming off the game unless no. you are abusive they're pretty so, snapped um, in there speaking yeah. of the uh the games um they were actually really good condition for how many there were oh yeah i was very surprised like i i stepped up to a game and 
um, I was scared, you know, the flippers would be weak or, or certain shots would just yeah. feel funny or it would be floaty or, no, everything or was... weird. And no, everything played like kind of how I expect. There was a couple, you know, like on certain games you had to watch out like, oh, that shot is way not where you think it is. But once you figure that out, it was consistent, mm-hmm. not where you think it is. Mm. It wasn't, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, harder or weird. I would even venture to say that it, the game quality was significantly improved from Pinberg's oh, past. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing... You know, I don't think Papa's fault really in the past that, but you know, just some games have kind of played a little junky, and it's right. like, and when you're moving a machine, you're like, oh, well, yeah. we need to get this into. But I think shape, you know they but... they worked really yeah. really hard this yeah. year, well, even harder Sabo than normal. And Mark Steinberg, right? Yeah, Mark Steinberg. Steinman. Steinman, yeah, that's... yeah. I think probably really what it is is you know they worked extra hard. They had like pre events and stuff yeah. um, for locals to kind of test out the games and make sure that everything was working really okay. solidly. You know, when you have, like, 200 games, I mean, you just can't expect all of them to, right. A, to even get into great shape, and B, to hold up. Mm-hmm. They had tons of banks of, like, spare games as oh, well. Oh, yeah. They- <laughs> so it's like, if your game died, they just, they just be like, all right, one. go to the wall and play. Yeah. <laughs> to the wall! Um, uh, of the same game? So they had multiples? Of not the of the same game. Oh, okay. Same well, era. They, they did have multiples of some of the same <laughs> games. But, yeah, a different game in the same Man. era, usually. So That's so incredible. I, I saw that like Who Done It got pulled out at one point too, like because mm. I think Kaylee kept rolling it. Was that well? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that was it turns out that like if you don't disable the staged ball setting in the operator menu, you can get the game into a state where it thinks the target bank is broken, even if it's not. Okay. And that just causes you know the game is like oh the target bank is broken I'll just leave it down for the rest of the game. Oh. And without that target bank in front of the elevator, uh, the shot is like literally so a easy. foot wide. <laughs> It's like falling into a hole, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so Kaylee was able to catch up to Carl's unforce- un- unprecedented like 22 billion, God, which was like... an insane score. Carl did it with the target bank, bank working, and then Kaylee uh, saw it wasn't working, but he uh, he asked, and he was like, uh, you know it's not working, right? And they told him to play it as it lies, oh. and he was like, okay, like, Here but we go. <laughs> he, I mean, not anyone can put up 22 billion even if the target bank is disabled it takes a lot of focus and a lot of- well especially too because like sometimes you'll shoot it up the elevator and it'll bounce off one of the posts up there and just come back down you know mm-hmm. often down the middle so it's still hard oh definitely <laughs> so all right so kevin we've gotten your backstory of of how you got into pinball and how you're into ddr and uh other music games like that uh before but uh raymond you are new to the program, ah. uh, so I would like to pick your brain a little bit. And you've been playing for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. According to IFPA, uh, pinball.com, uh, you've been playing tournaments since at least 2008. Yes. So. Yep, that that was the uh, the Northwest, uh, it was Northwest Championship first year, um, or maybe the second year if you count the uh, year it was in Oak Harbor, but it was the first one at the uh, the, the show as we know it now. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it was I, I I had always loved pinball because uh, my grandparents have have one. Like I mentioned, uh, it was an EM game. It was pretty simple, and I I learned the the rules of it when I was just a little guy. It was like you know hit the targets and shoot it in the hole, and like I thought it was just super cool. And I played it every time I visited them, and I just kept getting better. And and then whenever I went to a restaurant, I would always look to see if they had any pinball machines because I I liked pinball. And then once I learned you could get free games from them, I was I was oh, just like, wrong. oh my gosh, like like I don't want I don't have any interest in any other game in the arcade other than pinball because yeah. I I can win free games on those and I can play you know 
while my meal's cooking, I, I can play the whole time for 50 cents or whatever if I learn yeah. the rules. And so knowing that you could get free games really helped me, you know, figure out, all right, well, this place has a, you know, a road show or whatever, and I want to learn how to get the points and how to play it. So I would go online, I'd search, and uh, I found like the rule sheets. And so I'd read the rule sheets in my spare time. And that way, whenever I, you know, went back to the machine, I would I'd know how to play it a little better. And I would just practice and play. And I would actually make trips um, to restaurants just to play the pinball machines. Mm -hmm. And I always felt a little embarrassed or a little weird because, you know, I I was, you know, like a 14-year-old kid, you know, who would walk into the Red Robin and just head straight towards the back and just go right to the... uh, No interest in burgers. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about no interest in burgers. At the time. (laughs) So I would would just go straight for the pinball machines and I would just have a session or I would, you know, ask my parents, hey, can you drop me off at Fantasia? Drop me off at whatever. I'm just going to play pinball for a couple hours. And, you know, that's really how I started getting good was I just, you know, I wanted to play and I found out where I could play. Mm -hmm. And it was before the the great pinball map that Skillshot had. Oh, yeah. Maybe it might have had... around the same time. It was probably just getting started. Mm-hmm. Um, but even still, that's just like... At well, the time, was just in Seattle. And, yeah. and a yeah. lot of places are 21 and up, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I, um, I I basically would have to just find out for myself and keep a little mental notes. Oh, like mm-hmm. that Alfie's has a has a machine. Um, oh, that Alfie's got rid of the machine. No, we let's not go there, Mom oh, and Dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's, There's no point. <laughs> there's no purpose. Um, I actually remember the first time I met you. Um, I think it was it was either the 2008 or 2009 pinball show when they had the buttons that they gave oh, out. Oh yeah, yeah. Where like you got two buttons that had pins on it, and one that had an arcade, and you used to have to challenge someone yep. to uh, to win their button from them. Uh huh. And I saw this kid walk up. He's like looking at Black Rose. I was like, I love Black Rose. I think it's an awesome game. I was like, I'm gonna challenge this kid. Oh, to you this goofed. Game. <laughs> yeah, I did. I goofed real hard because he owned one. Like I was like, Hey, you want to play for a button? He's like, Yeah, sure. And I was like, Oh my God, this this kid smoked me <laughs> <laughs> yeah the <laughs> black rose was uh like the uh my first game that i really started loving because it was one that me and my dad would go to a movie theater um i i'm from yakima i don't know if anyone knows oh, where that is yeah but... shout out to central washington yeah my yeah. city's here <laughs> oh cool um Yaka what <laughs> <laughs> and so there this movie theater that had a black rose and my dad and i played it and we thought it was the coolest thing ever had like a cannon and like it was just super cool and then at one point it got moved to the red robin that was just a couple blocks away from my house and then i would just go to that red robin all the time and play it and uh eventually when we moved to uh mukilteo uh where i live now um in sixth grade my dad and i were looking for pinballs and you know, he he knew I loved pinball machines, and I was like, "Can we get a pinball machine, please?" And he's like, "Yeah, what one do you want?" I was like, "I really want Black Rose." So we actually we actually bought a Black Rose online at some I think BMI Gaming or some gi- giant like place for like three or four thousand dollars, some crazy oh amount, wow. right? Noob noob move. So the Black <laughs> Rose gets to our house, and the playfield glass is completely smashed oh, and just shattered gosh. everywhere, and so we refused the shipment. And, uh, you know, that was the best thing ever because we got our money back uh-huh. and, uh, you know, we didn't have to, you know, tell the story of how we got ripped off by yeah, you know, right. <laughs> wood paying way too much for a game. Um, so I was a little bummed, though, because I didn't have a machine. But then my dad uh, called the uh, he, he did some research and found out the operator of the game in Yakima and was able to just buy it straight from oh, him. That's so cool. And so we, I actually own the Black Rose that I played, you know, for all the years yeah, in the, yeah. uh, the Red Robin. 
Very nice. Um, That's such a rare story to like have the one that that hooked you. you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Like sure. the white whale, you know, that, that <laughs> Ishmael goes after. <laughs> so, so then once I had that black rose, you know, I play that all the time and I just would get better just naturally because I just loved playing. And then the tournaments showed up 2008, my first one, uh, Kaylee and Eden were running the Northwest Champs at the show and they're like, yeah, you should join. And I, I was torn. I didn't know if I wanted to do novice or the open. And they're like, hey, if you do the open, you get world ranking points. And I just, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that sounds so cool. Like, I want to be a world ranked pinball player. So I, I did that and I qualified and I played in the finals. And I think I probably got eliminated in the first round, but I was just so hooked, like immediately. So then every year, you know, I was looking forward to that tournament just mm-hmm. so hard. Like, I was just, it was like the number one thing that I wanted to do. And, uh, you know, back then there was only like one or two of these things a year. Right. And so it was, you know, you really look forward to it. Then the next year I was so devastated because everyone came out to it. Everyone knew about it. It was a lot more people and Mm -hmm. I didn't qualify. And I was like almost in tears because I, you know, I was trying so hard. Um, How old were you at this point? Uh, I want to say, I mean, it's 2009 and I'm 22 now. Okay. So, so. <laughs> 19, 18? I was oh, younger than that. Yeah, oh, I'm like sorry. 16. My math is terrible. Yeah, yeah 16. Like yeah. 15 or 16. Um, so, you know, and, but Eden and Kaylee were all very, you know, dude, don't worry about it. Like, this mm-hmm. is a hard tournament. Like, you know, you'll get them next year. And, and I did, you know, I, I tried really hard, practiced more, learned more rule sets, um, started going to things around the area. Like my first pinball Seattle, Seattle pinball sort of thing mm-hmm. was there was a birthday party in Milton at James Eads house. It was his 50th birthday oh, okay. party. And that was the very first thing I went to where I met a bunch of people yeah. um, outside of the, the show. And I just got to play even more pinball and I just I loved it and I just kept getting hooked in pinball and just kept going further and further and so then I qualified the next year and um, I think I did a little better maybe made it for past the first round um, and then I think the year after that or maybe another year was the big year where I made it all the way to the finals mm-hmm. against Keith Elwin yeah. and uh, I had one Rolling Stones and I had one Jackpot but I lost on Supersonic. So I had eight points and Keith Elwin had eight points. And so I had to play him in a tiebreaker. Man. And back then, I guess the rule was there were no rules really. And so he picked the tiebreaker game to be Supersonic again. Uh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh man, that was, yeah, I <laughs> lost. Uh, at that time, it was my biggest game of pinball ever because it was like a $1,400 game of Supersonic. <laughs> yeah, and, that's huge. And I didn't I didn't really know what I was doing because I was still in the, like, I love pinball, but I didn't really know all the tricks. I just kind of knew the rules and I knew what it's shooting just, was. It like, was a feeling that you yeah. could have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, so Elwin is just like, you know, deliberately like tap passing, shooting the spinner, catch, tap pass, shoot the yeah. spinner. Just like surgically extracting every little thing that you do on that game. And I was just like, had the ball in my right flipper and I just like flailed it into nowhere and just, you know, would drain and I wouldn't get very many points. And so I was a little bummed, but mm-hmm. I still got second. I was like super That's happy. Huge. I got, yeah. I think I got like 1200 or $1,300, $1,400. Yeah. And it was all in like $2 bills, which was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> which well. all vanished at the next Papa. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so That's right. That, thank you for reminding me. That brings me. So, so that year, so that, that win made me 
be like, all right, I'm going to Papa. Because I had always kind of wanted to. I heard about it. I was like, oh, You're this is... You're still a teenager at this point, I'm right? still a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like really looking forward to, you know, it'd be really cool to go there. But I don't have that money. It's like all the way in Pittsburgh. Like it's like mm-hmm. 450, 500 bucks for a flight, hotel for four days. Like there's no way. Right. But when I won that much money, I was like, oh, I can justify this. You know, maybe I'm good enough. Maybe I can, I can do something. Well, I went to Papa and I spent pretty much all the that money trying to qualify <laughs> did not qualify oh, that's so and devastating. i was i was very sad but yeah. i was also happy because it was just as fun as i thought it would be and i just told myself all right next year i'm just i'm going to you know come up with a plan i'm going to see what the games are i'm going to play them i'm not going to you know try over and over again um, cuz what i was doing was i'd play one or two games and then void it and start over Okay. And I was like, that was just costing too much money. So I was like, all right, next year I'll just take Bring it. Bring your sl- A game, the first game play, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just like take it slower too and not, uh-huh. not That's huge. spend yeah, so much money. Well, and if you blow it too on like games one and two, like you can still just um, use games three, four, and five as practice. Yeah, or sure. I mean, if yeah. you get, if you have a real solid game three, four, and five, maybe just qualify on those three. Yeah, right. That's becoming increasingly hard to do mm-hmm. as time goes on, but but I've noticed that about, about you, Raymond. Like you tend a lot, you take time to trap up your ball and like settle and like make your shots count. Like you're very meticulous about it. Yeah. Um. As I just kept playing in these big tournaments, I was watching. You know, that's what these people are doing a lot, and watching the videos online. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's all about making every shot count because you know you don't you only get a finite number of shots before the ball's over. So if right. each shot is you know averaging you you know, more points, you'll get a higher score. So the points per flip. Points per right. flip. <laughs> it's kind of funny. PPF stat. This, this oh, sounds yeah. like I'm talking to world-ranked poker players now, like where they're just calculating constantly in their yeah. heads. Pretty similar. Oh, yeah. Kevin, Kevin's really good at that, too. Oh, yeah. The points per flip are where it's at. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin will trap up, like look at the instant info, see what his bonus is at, realize that the shot to the like bonus X thing is worth more than anything else that's lit at the moment. Shoot that. Trap up again, then realize, <laughs> oh, if I shoot this, it will give me this much points. This is now the most valuable shot. Like, I've seen. Yeah. Or I'll do something, like, really, like, dumb and ridiculous, like shoot the bonus X shot, drain, and then win because it was worth <laughs> enough. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. So, but, yeah. yeah, so the Papa, like I said, the first year of Papa didn't qualify. Pretty bummed. But then I qualified the next year. And then every year after that, I've qualified, and awesome. it's just yeah, wow. Must been be great. nice. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin's our bubble boy. I qualified <laughs> once. <Yeah. laughs> I'd like to qualify again. Yeah. So well, I mean, go ahead, Graham. Do you oh, yeah, so I just want to mention this again since I I, I did a uh, earlier, but uh, you know, if if you haven't listened to our first episode, uh, the reason why we went in depth with Raymond here is because. Uh, Kevin was our inaugural guest, and mm-hmm. we talked a lot about him coming up in, in Pinball. So if you haven't listened to that, pause this right now, go back, listen to episode yeah. one, and come back with us. <laughs> and skip all the parts about WrestleMania, because it turns yeah. out it's not that fun of a game. <laughs> yeah, just get, you know. just get Kevin, Kevin's origin story. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of funny, because that was the game that was picked to talk about strategy and depth. <laughs> yeah. That's turns right. Turns out that that game Has none. at the time was a boat anchor, at the current moment is an incredible boat anchor. <laughs> right, I mean, it right. really... Yeah. yeah, they uh, did not knock it out of the park with that no. one. I'm just glad I haven't seen it in any real tournaments. Oh, yeah. I really don't think you will. It didn't even make an appearance at the show this year. Yeah. Like, the Pacific Northwest in general or is just 
filled with so many top ranked players like how do you guys handle that like you have you you've seen other people cl- come up like people like Blake Mitchell has just started to become yeah. a top 500 player like Jason Hatch Jason oh, Hatch well, well, well Jason Hatch has always been a top well, 100 I, I would, player he yeah he just doesn't have the official points to yeah. show it I wouldn't say the answer is to just become one yourself yeah and then, yeah uh, <laughs> it's so hard though oh my yeah, gosh uh, I mean I think gonna, we have a really rare scene here yeah just gotta play as many tournaments as you can I've mm-hmm. played more tournaments than anyone else in the world in the last three years That's true, yeah. <laughs> like, well actually that might not be true right now but i'm very close i'm like one or two behind <laughs> well then are there any games at this point that you have yet to master uh i mean yeah there's always some yeah like, there's always some like some curveball some stupid like crazy got like premier game or something or like <laughs> although even then they most, all play the same most <laughs> of those i'm pretty solid at now a couple of the data east games i don't really know like last action hero i don't really know okay. mary shelley's frankenstein oh you like, gotta come to our folding parties and play it there oh god do i, <laughs> uh, I, guess I do. <laughs> yeah um but i mean like every single williams game i feel pretty good about mm-hmm. like you know i should say wpc like dmd game yeah uh you know all the system 11s um all the stern it's more or less. it is funny though um I still try to take, you know, little learnings every time I play a game and I lose. And I'm, mm-hmm. I always try to analyze, all right, like, why did I lose that game? Was it because I missed my shot? Was it because I went for the wrong shot? And, like, even on games like Attack from Mars, where I thought I knew, you know, what the best strategy is all the time or or whatever, I ended up losing. I had 8.5 billion That's and huge. got third at this SPL. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, <laughs> you know, the, re- the way I drained was I had multiball lit and Martian attack lit, and I was... I had the ball coming down to my right flipper, and instead mm-hmm. of starting multi-ball, I passed it over and tried to start Martian you attack. You got a little greedy about I, that. I, I, got, yeah. I got greedy. And yeah. my, feel, my, my thought at the time was I was first player. I had eight bills, and everyone else, I think, had like four or five. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like I was already ahead. I can afford to be greedy. But, you know, the people after me were Robert Gagno and Maka, you know. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is the greed might not even really be worth it because if you think long term – you could start regular multi-ball and then come out of it with Martian attack lit right. and then start Martian, Martian attack multi-ball and then work towards total annihilation multi-ball. Yeah, it's a lot and safer. And so you have this this extra long path and where you can you can play the long game a lot safer, whereas if you go for the stack, you might have a little bit of, of good time, but then you come out and you're totally empty. You got mm-hmm. nothing, nothing going on. Yeah, I think that stack is not a good idea and like general. I used to always think that was the way to do it. Always, always stack it because mm-hmm. like that's what I thought to be true and i learned like you know maybe that's not the truth the right take it in pieces right like if the ball was coming down to my left flipper naturally maybe take a shot at the scoop because why not but don't give up what's on the playing field especially if you think about you know the long-term causes like the long-term things you can do after you start multi-ball and and keep going yeah i think in that case the ability to use a multi-ball to light total annihilation is just Mm -hmm. way too good like Mm -hmm. that's i also discovered something cool that i didn't know about that game if you uh, have Martian Attack lit and multiball lit, I started multiball, and then after multiball, I uh, started. Oh shoot, I can't remember the order. There was something I did where I ended up starting multiball, and I was still in Martian Attack, and I don't, I don't even know how I did that. Oh, but... you managed to keep them running at the same time. Yeah, it wasn't the normal stack. It was like I played. Oh, I played Martian multiball by itself. And then came out of it with mm-hmm. multiball lit, and I started multiball. Oh, and, and then Martian attack resurrected. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't that's... know you could do that. Oh, that really? Cool. So you had yeah, like there's a... a little bit of a grace period. Yeah, very nice. 
Yeah. Uh, so like, how do you deal with those devastating losses or like those defeats? Like, <laughs> it's not easy for me. I, I tend to get a little hot headed sometimes, especially if I'm on a bad streak and then just like, oh, another tournament row. I did. I didn't make the cut, you know, like, well, <laughs> in the case of me yesterday, I'm pretty sure I just like stormed out of the building yeah. and left <laughs> and then realized I left my phone yeah. and then came back. And that then stormed sad. out again. Yeah, but, uh, I would. I should have traded you places because I qualified and I couldn't stay. <laughs> ah, well, you know. But yeah, that was sad to see. Uh, yesterday at SPL, there was a group with Raymond Davidson, Kevin Burrell, Maka Honig, and uh, Robert, Robert Gagno. Yeah, the ridiculous A group. I and... wasn't even like scared by the group. I just like, you've played with these guys so many I times. Just could not play. It was just like yeah. failure to launch. I mean, yeah. really like. <laughs> Your score on AFM was pretty cl- similar to mine, too, and I picked yeah. that game. Like, I got, like, 500 million. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, wow. But, and, like, uh... to answer your question about, like, what you do in those situations, like, you know, when I was first starting out, I would I would get mad, and I'd, you know, I'd not have a good time. But, like, as I'm playing more, you just have to take it for what it is and try to look for the things that you can change. Like, yeah. I was saying, like, I was analyzing, you know, oh, I probably could have won that game if I would have done this. Mm-hmm. Um or if if you did just actually just screw up, like you missed your shot and out- outlaned, you're just like, well, you know, like it's also I didn't easier. deserve to win that game. Like, oh well, I guess I'll yeah. try again next time. It's a lot easier now when there's like five bajillion tournaments. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, I lost right. this tournament. Take okay. it off. Big there's deal. One tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> Especially for the weeklies, it's like I don't even care. There's like another weekly like yeah. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and when you get down to it, it's just like spending an extra five dollars to play pinball with your friends. Yeah, yeah. With the weeklies, those are so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. So, like on the flip side of that, like um, this is a question uh, from Aaron Maccabee. Thank you, Aaron, for a number of questions (laughs) submitted to us. We appreciate Uh, it. Definitely, he says they both seemed very calm between the rounds at Pinburg. How much are they actually containing themselves? Are they forcing themselves not to constantly high five each other? Like, <laughs> uh, well, I, I wasn't very nervous because I didn't expect to make it that far at yeah. all. So when I make it that far, it's like great, like Woo, we're in the money. We're I won good. some more. <laughs> yes, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I kept I kept alternating between just being totally paralyzed and just like <laughs> stiff. I was just like, oh my god, like uh, 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 like shaky, like this is like for a ton of money. And then I would be like, you know what? Whatever. I'm I'm in the finals. Like let's do this. Like I actually was fun. a lot more nervous during qualifying. Yeah. Like when it's like, oh God, oh God, don't get a zero, don't get a zero. <laughs> like, you know. I, but I, once you get in the door, you're, you're yeah. Really finals cool. is like, well, sure. woohoo, great, we're uh, all there. What's the re- uh, response from those top level players like Keith Elwin when they see you guys pop up? They're like, are they like, hey, it's those guys again, or like you guys have a? Pretty it's hard to say. I mean, I yeah, mean, they kind of pretty quiet. Yeah. He doesn't really say a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, he doesn't. Um, but you know, it's just it's got to be something that people notice. Like, yeah. oh, all of a sudden these like kids in their early 20s are winning papa winning i think maybe wins. the first couple times they're like oh these guys are in the finals great that's some free wins yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when they stop winning it's like right you right. know it's uh it's yeah. a little bit it is it is cool um to sort of you know get to the finals and you know shake hands and and hear hear them be like ah oh, hey all right good luck guys like yeah. nice to see you again sort of thing like you know you start realizing like oh you know this is not the first time i've played against x sharp right. in the finals like yeah this you're is in really the upper cool. echelon yeah yeah, yeah. So you're officially part of that yeah circle yeah that's mm-hmm. pretty rad uh, so how so you two have been traveling outside of the northwest to play for a few years now yeah. at least um how we kind of talked about this earlier but you know the northwest has such a big scene comparatively um 
does that give you, do you feel like that gives you much of an edge? Like, oh, you've yeah. got so many more opportunities to practice. You're up against a lot of world-class players here Well, at in home. world ranking points, it gives yeah. you a ridiculous oh, advantage. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would say that my ranking, at least for the longest time, was massively overinflated due to like, <laughs> you know, oh, I won it at a ball weekly. Right, There's you're, 30 you're a big points. fish in a small yeah. pond. You know, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we just have so many events. But um, now I would say to actually, you know, more and more of my points are coming from wins at, you know, bigger like out-of-state events so mm-hmm. you know like california extreme and pinberg so it does does give uh an advantage just because you have more practice in tournament situations um because that that was one of the hardest things for me was you know making that transition to actually play competitively because you got to be in the right mindset mm-hmm. and for the longest time you know you, you let the nerves get you or whatever but once you play in a tournament over and over again you sort of just have to learn to like turn in turn on the mode where you're just you're ready to play you, go to your happy you don't even yeah exactly well, and at pimberg also like we have a huge advantage because we have so many games on location in seattle right it's not like i the biggest thing i heard from people even in like a division was like i've never oh, seen i've this. never seen this yeah. game or like oh i've only played this like once or twice yeah, yeah. it's like no i've played like all of these I, games. I think every game i played i yeah. knew what to do i was like, never so cool. i never went up to a game and didn't know what to do even pinball magic i was like i've played pinball magic like yeah. that's crazy i haven't, I haven't even that played game is magic. That oh you've never played stupid. pinball magic no, there, there's I, one in oregon i've it's seen fun. it I've oh down been. in eugene yeah, it's, I think it's, it's Eugene. It's, it's on a route at like some like uh, chicken place. Yeah. <laughs> like, that sounds like, great. They have a wedge of cheese, like a foam wedge of cheese on top of it. I'm like, this is a rare pinball machine. And you put, like, a, like, it's a pretty cool game, actually. Yeah, I enjoy it. Capcom's take on Theater of Magic. And there's a yeah. lot of little hidden um, nods to Theater of Magic in there. Yeah, like there's yeah. a drawing of like Papa Duke with like plans for Theater of Magic running away from this building. <laughs> it's really cool. But like another um, strategy I'll use to try to keep myself calm or to do good in a in a tournament um especially like in the finals where i was going to like ball five of hot tip you know oh, down, yeah, hot tip. down by like <laughs> six hundred thousand or whatever you know you just have to focus on what do i actually need to do oh i need to get the ball in my flipper i need to shoot this shot and then i need to do that again and if i just focus like just focus on what you actually need to do and do it you know that's that's sort of the biggest thing I mean, it sounds so sim- it. yeah it sounds yeah. so simple but yeah. like you have to just, you know, get in that mindset of, oh, just focus on the game. You know, nothing else matters. You're and playing I, the game. I think also the biggest thing is that you can't ever think, oh, my God, I have so many shots to multiball. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, no, you will not win the match unless you do it. So yeah. just yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, And you, yeah. can't, you can't think about like, oh, what happens if I plunge it and it just outlanes? Right. Like, like, well, that could happen. But if that happens, there's not a whole lot you can do. Totally. Like, yeah. But yeah. if you think about it happening, I feel like it happens more often. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, visualization is huge, especially uh-huh. for, like any in anything. But in, yeah. Like for, with pinball, too. And it's just like you've mm-hmm. got this control right here in front of you. Like, yeah, there aren't too many external factors. They're pretty much all in this box here. Yeah. In your fingers. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You get a lot more with like saying do this instead of don't do that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And it's funny, like um, not to toot my own horn or any, anyway, but I played two weeklies this week, one anyway. one against uh, Maka and one against Kevin. And both scenarios, I was like, I'll go first. Like, it's going to be faster this way. Yeah. You know, like you guys are going to play stronger games on ball one and two and I won't 
you know, I'll play I my actually, ball three. I like going first often yeah. because um Well, I ended up like what was funny is like I put both of you guys on the ropes. You guys had yeah. to play your ball three. Like yeah. like I went up to Maka at, I had like thirty four million on Indiana Jones and he had eight and he had to make up all those points. Like mm. I was like, All right, I feel okay about this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean any sling out lane you he had the match. And yeah. I like I like going first a lot of the time if my strategy isn't gonna change based on my opponent's score because it's sure. just like I don't wanna like walk up after like a 15 minute ball yeah and be like oh pressure. god like <laughs> i'd rather just like, put it remember up. what you have done in the first two games mm-hmm. yeah getting iced like... out is a real thing um yeah when someone plays for a long time and you're just sitting there and then you go and you plunge and then you have a short ball and then your opponent goes up and plays for a long time again like instead of like letting that get to you you just have to be like oh well if he did it i can do it mm-hmm. like it's my turn to go put up a big ball and and not worry about no oh, what if i get another house ball then i'll be on ball three down by a billion like, <laughs> ah. so much of a head game yeah well so what's interesting like we're gonna uh transition over talking about <clears throat> northwest championships so with the qualifying there you get to play a game by yourself oh yeah when you qualify so that changes the headspace completely absolutely because you don't have to have that that pause time in between players and in between balls and there is also a little difference between northwest champs and something like papa too where Mm -hmm. you know with papa they have a five game ticket and you might think oh playing by yourself is great you're not going to get nervous but like when you're on game four game five five game ticket you're not even playing pinball anymore you're just panicking (laughs) yeah it's like don't die yeah Yeah. it's uh whereas you know in northwest i mean you can play the games as much as you want individually yeah um and you know, that is nice. I mean, you see people put up some pretty dang big scores. Yeah. But what, what it really lets you do is you can focus, you can plan a strategy, and even if it's a risky strategy, uh, it might be the best strategy. And so you get to you get to play pinball a lot differently than if you're head-to-head. Because mm-hmm. if you're head-to-head, there's there's no way in heck you're going to give up a free multiball on ball three oh, or whatever no. in order to, you know, I could give, I, like on Jurassic Park, for instance, right? In head-to-head, you're just going to, like, start ball three, yeah. hit the smart missile, and do just your multi-ball. multiball right but away. if yeah. it's unlimited, if it's qualifying top score, you're probably going to, you know, shoot, try to shoot the Raptor and then use your smart missile to light the super and get 250 million points for free mm-hmm. or whatever. I, I don't know if that's... Or, like, you know, if you were playing Batman, like, there's no way in match play you would ever try and go for it a billion hurry up. Oh, yeah. But, like, at <laughs> oh, Northwest, Batman. Maybe, yeah. maybe you'll spend a ticket or two on it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, it gives you the uh, chance to aim higher. Because at yes. the end of the day, like someone will do that oh, and yeah. it will work. Uh-huh. So on the always... other hand, though, if if you're not you know really shooting for the stars, if you just want to qualify, you can kind of craft a plan that's right for you. And you're like, well, on fishtails, I know I can monster fish to about two hundred million, and yeah. that might that'll probably give me some points. So I'm just gonna do that and get kind of nice little baseline, and then I'll work on another game. So you kind of get to craft your own, choose your own adventure. I love really. that. That's it's so not... good. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely actually just try and put up decent scores at the start of Northwest because <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe some of these will hold up. Yeah. There's always one game where everyone's scores are way higher than normal, and yeah. there's always one game where, like, no one can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, uh, you know, you'd be surprised at what you yeah. can get away with sometimes. I only played at Northwest Champs one year. Um, it was in Kaylee and Eden were still doing it, and my main objective was to make it into the women's finals. And I, I didn't realize it at the time, but I had just edged out Nicole Rayick. Um, she was at fourth place and, and she had to go home early the last night of qualifying. Oh. And I just like, I was like, what's her lowest score? I'm just going to knock her out. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I did end up playing for the women's final on Sunday. And that was super fun. 
Um, and so you guys, since Eden or since uh, Kaylee has moved to Netherlands, you guys have taken over ownership of this now and putting in a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kaylee is obviously still, you know, providing tons of input. And, yeah. Uh, you know, kind of he's the little like uh i don't know the the puppet master maybe but uh, <laughs> yeah you know we, we've put a lot of work into it and uh, we're really trying to make it a you know be an all-inclusive thing we're gonna have um because before there was only the seven machines and then the four classic games mm-hmm. but we're gonna have um probably two or three more than that um yeah, just three, to have i think three novice tournament games and you'd think i would notice but yeah still figuring out the details but there will be uh you know other other things available and i think we're still going to do the women's yeah women's cool. tournament yeah and, uh, still happening i like yeah. that there was like a i think they had an indy 500 with like um mini flippers on it yeah oh was, yeah. Yeah. yeah i mean like i don't know fun. if we'll have a mini flippers game but yeah. i really would like to because uh, yeah. that that side tournament is always the best oh yeah um it was just like um a dollar a play and whoever had the highest score at the end of the day got the pot you know? and it was actually shockingly playable yeah, yeah. Mini flippers. You, could, yeah. you could trap a ball with you it could too. get jackpots <laughs> yeah it was, like... it was pretty great yeah, but uh, we also, of course, this year decided to move the tournament to Lucky Strike mm-hmm. in Bellevue. Which I think is... that's a really good. good yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, we're central. It's tough because, like, you know, I mean, for people who I guess don't know the story, really, um, you know, the Northwest Pinball Championships were originally at the Northwest Pinball Show. Yeah, um, which you know was in Seattle Center, mm-hmm. and during the year of if Nine, I want to say if Nine, which was in Seattle. It was IFPA 9, right? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah there was kind of a crazy up. conflict with like IFPA happening and Northwest mm-hmm. and the show and all that. So they parted ways and ran their own tournament yeah. now. It and, also uh, allows them to, you know, stay past three o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. which was a very big um, issue. I mean, oh, yeah. it's pretty hard, as we found out at the Northwest show this year, right. to yeah. run a tournament that ends at 3 p.m. Well, like, isn't that like a kind of a, a success of, of Pinburg then to not have games going on sunday like do you think that that's the way to do well, it well yeah if you can start on thursday start on thursday yeah, yeah. you know if it's a 40 thing yeah. that's why they did that um which is i guess you don't the, want to cut the out saturday finals qualifying. actually no, did go couldn't. the saturday finals did go later than they thought at yeah Pinburg. they went to like 10 p.m or something. yeah 10 30 yeah, okay. they thought it'd be done by like eight or nine yeah uh-huh. and uh you know that was because I was actually doing a Tetris panel at Pinburg, uh, and like <laughs> I made it too far in the finals to make the start of the Tetris. Panel. Oh no! That, that was the thing. The thing Kevin said was like, "Oh yeah, I can do the seminar as long as I'm not like in the top four or anything." I'm like, like, "There's no way that's gonna happen." <laughs> of course, I jinxed it by saying that. Yeah. Maybe I should do that every year right. to schedule a panel like right. Yeah. right. But um, yeah, you know, with uh, the tournament being in Marysville. I mean, I don't want to say that it was bad in any way because it was actually great. The venue, mm-hmm. in my opinion, was great. Yeah, it was, it was nice. nice it was quiet and it was fairly large. There's a hotel good across the street. Hotel yeah. across the street. Yeah. Tulalip. Some, yeah, yeah Tulalip <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. Some fast food and stuff. Uh, pretty mm-hmm. good fast food. Shake and go. Rest in peace, <laughs> I think. Um, but, you know, eventually it got to the point where we were getting some complaints from people who were saying, it's we don't want to go far. out there. We don't want to go out to like the middle of nowhere yeah. and just sit in a room and play pinball for a yeah, whole weekend. It was sort of just like, 
you know, just go there into a room and spend money all day. I wasn't, yeah. I wasn't driving at the time either. So I had to like organize rides and I just, mm-hmm. after a while, you like after I spent a hundred dollars, like I got really bored and just started drinking behind the building. Well, it just <laughs> <goes> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, well, it's, now you can drink in the bar. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's another thing. So we, we, you know, we looked at our options and we searched and searched and searched and searched for a yeah. venue in Seattle at a reasonable price. And, you know, people were complaining about Marysville and I said, okay, well, Find us a location. Right. I know yeah. you can't because I've been looking for like four months. <laughs> and everyone, yeah. even people who are like, no, no, I totally know these people. We'll hook you up. And then, you know, it I'll call through. them or talk yeah. to them. And they're like, yeah, we want like $6,000. Uh-uh. I'm like, it's not well, happen. no. <laughs> uh, I mean, unless we wanted to pay out like almost no money. Well, you just take all your Pinburger wing- winnings and like. Yeah, <laughs> there pretty we much. Go. We just, uh, yeah, just give it back to the community. Um, but um, we were lucky enough to be hooked up with uh, Lucky Strike. And mm-hmm. they were interested in sponsoring us. So. Is it going to be in like a conference room that they have? It's there going to be, a, like... yeah, kind of a conference room. It's cool. like I don't know, like a party room or something. It's it's pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, it's significantly larger than our old space. Cool. And in addition to that, um, the whole bar of Lucky Strike, well, of Power Play, which is the arcade part of Lucky Strike, okay, I believe is going to be reserved entirely for us. Oh, very nice. Um, or at least on one of the days it is. You should have them make a specialty drink, like the Tilted Cocktail. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, you know, so, I mean, we'll have uh, food and drinks, I think. Cool. Uh, all sorts of stuff. And of course, you know, it's in Bellevue. It's in Lincoln Square, which is right yeah. next to Bellevue Square. I mean, the food is pricey, but um, there's a lot of options. Yeah. And, you know, if you're willing to walk a few minutes, there's any fast food you'd want in Bellevue. So, you know, it's quite different than the past. I mean, we would have liked in a way to keep, uh, have a Seattle location, but Bellevue is, uh, really, really close. It's not far. It's really And furthermore, since it's the same weekend as Penny Arcade Expo, Mm -hmm. uh, Seattle is completely out of the question. Yeah. Yeah. Just overrun. Yeah. You know, we, we've, we've found a great location. They've been willing to work with us and provide us pretty much everything that we need. Um, and we've also expanded in some other ways this year. You know, we're planning, um, although we're still not final on the details yet, to provide live streaming coverage of the very finals. Cool. Yeah. Uh, at With the very least, malfunction. Yeah. Yeah. And at the very least, we will have everything fully recorded and then uploaded cool. online. Um, you know, we had to purchase some cameras and some camera stands and are borrowing a bunch of cameras from the organizers of Indisc. Oh, cool. Uh, oh, so Carl, Carl, Carl D'Angelo, D'Angelo is yeah. hooking us up. Uh, He's awesome. He does such a good job. Speaking of Carl D'Angelo, we've also moved to the Never Drains Tournament Manager. Uh, so in the past, oh, people okay. may remember the clipboards yeah. with uh, three little stacks of like entry slips yeah, and yeah. all that. And, you know, and people who score keep. I mean, you've score yeah, kept. I score kept. I've yeah. score kept. <laughs> It's a little bit of a pain when it gets busy because, I mean, you're really, For like, sure. you're handling a lot of paper. And the people that are playing have such high expectations, such tension to them, too. Yeah, I remember, like, Joshua Henderson played this amazing game of Brands vs. Dracula. And I was like, that was a good score. He's like, not good enough. And I was like, uh, okay. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah, people get a little tense. Yeah. yeah. So, um... I was like, he's like, or he would just walk by and be like, scrap it. I'm like, it's a little intense. Now, <laughs> yeah, now uh, all scorekeepers will have tablets. Cool. Uh, they just go to a site on the tablet, host it on our local server, or actually, in this case, host it on Carl's server, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, you just type in the score, the player looks at it, hit Verifies. okay, That's and brilliant. then they can queue for the next game immediately. Oh, rad. And furthermore, you don't have to stand in line. Uh, which is like 
Oh my god! You know, people <laughs> who have been at Northwest, yeah. be standing in line for an hour and then playing a game, yeah. which does happen at busy times. I mean, you know, obviously especially most towards of, the end, yeah, yeah, most of the time during the day, especially during the day on Friday, it's not a big deal. No, but you know, Saturday night when you're, you know, you get to like eight p.m. Yeah, you everyone's can, you playing. You can just put yourself in queue and then go play a game of bowling. Or oh, yeah, do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. So, That's um, yeah. Should set up with little like pagers, like with the restaurant. <laughs> well, basically, actually, from what I heard, <laughs> you know, he is, text he is working on text message oh, alerts. Oh, oh that's oh, rad. Carl D'Angelo, you're my <laughs> I don't, hero. I don't that's know if cool. that's, uh, I don't know if that's going to be ready for us. But the point oh, yeah. is, and you can check the queues online too. Rad. Yeah. So I mean, you could go on your phone and check, which is like, you know, that's, that's some futuristic stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it really just, at least in my experience, especially at tournaments that are attached to shows makes the tournament a lot more enjoyable when you sure. like like okay you know i'll queue up and then go and check some stuff out at the show and then come back um in this case you know oh maybe i'll queue up you know grab something at the bar and then come back mm-hmm. um so it's you know it's definitely going to be an improvement in that way i think so uh real quick what would you tell players to expect game wise like what what kind of preparation should they be doing to like get i would their heads well we're, we're uh slowly announcing the tournament games when does this will this come out air? the wednesday before the tournament yes it'll, this will be out on the 26th of august i believe so yeah just okay. two days before we, we could announce one now yeah. and, then, Ooh, and then just we'll make keep sure it we don't announce, here, yeah. so re-announce yeah, yeah. it okay yeah. so this, this will, will be the last the game that cool. we announce then i guess yeah, yeah. Uh, oh <laughs> that's exciting. a hard one i gotta think what a good game to announce is um so i guess people have already seen we've announced two games so far um flash gordon in classics and uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not in Ooh. Modern. Well, I say Modern, Open, um, which is, of course, all modern games. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah, I guess we'll have to go. Black Rose is in <laughs> cool. the tournament. All right. Uh, so if you, enjoy, nice. if you enjoy Black Rose, yeah. uh, I'm sure it's a very unique game that requires a unique skill set. Yeah. A, in launching the damn cannon right like getting into stick in there too sometimes but, uh, oh yeah multi-ball control is very very key yeah. and yeah uh, it'll it'll be set up uh totally different than uh than people are used to probably it'll, it'll be their flippers got rebuilt the cool. there's yeah. big, some it, cone rubber action it actually it plays great but is set up incredibly hard <laughs> so you know uh if if you have good ball control and everything you, you should be able to fine. put up a huge score but cool. it is significantly harder than normal so well get down to the eight bit and practice up for these yeah. next couple yeah. of days there we go uh that's two episodes in a row uh shout out to the eight bit yeah yeah, yeah. Well, they, they still have the black rose yeah, yeah. They, they got, they got well, some unique games flip-flip. yeah they've got a great setup down there it's oh uh, flip flip right yeah i yeah. actually have a plastic from a black rose because i love that game so much <laughs> is it one of those giant crazy sling plastics it's like a keychain fob kind of thing oh, oh the yeah. promotional plastic yeah yeah, yeah. uh-huh cool. Uh, so, uh, we're pushing an hour here, so I think it's time for Name That Game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Name That Game, of course, uh, goes as follows. We play a few sounds from a pinball game, and our guests and Kayla try to uh, guess what it is. Sometimes so, I fail. Sometimes sometimes <laughs> the guests fail. Sometimes people get it on the first time. It's all over the place. Uh, I think you guys are going to get this pretty quickly this time. I just grabbed this maybe five, ten minutes before uh, before people showed up. Yeah. Uh, Raymond and Kayla were here while I was still cutting it. We, so. were, in a, we were in a separate room, though. Yeah, we a sealed uh, sound <laughs> uh, sealed room. Okay, so ready? Okay. I'll take that silence as a yes. <laughs> um, here us. we go. 
What, what the, the hell is that? <laughs> like roller coaster? Oh, actually, yeah, I already know the answer. Okay, keep it quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what we should do? We haven't done this before. But Are you going to score keep? <laughs> I'm going to let Kevin write his answer down. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, that's bold. Wait, yeah. I, think, I think I might have a guess. Oh, okay. I like that idea. Uh, should I like write mine down or? Yes, uh, we'll use the same skill shot. We'll just, we'll just uh, so my loose paper in in the studio here are skill shots. Um, yeah, so Kevin, write it on one one page and flip it around, uh, and then okay. hand it over to Raymond. Yeah, there you go. And write don't it on show the front. me because I don't know what's and going then, on. So I guess we'll just let a. Oh, um, I'll t- I'll tell them whether or not they're right or okay. wrong. Okay. Raymond, incorrect. Oh. Bingo, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It so. took a second, though. I actually did not know that at first. Okay, doke. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and play the next sound okay. for, for right. Kayla and Raymond. Really oh. ambiguous here. Sorry. What the heck? It <laughs> sounds like a like a like a video game. Like maybe like Doctor Dude or something like from that no, era. No, like, it's oh like, man. It's like. Uh, you guys want another one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's gonna get Wait, a lot easier. Congo? No, it wasn't. Nope. Alright, here we go. Oh, is it scared stiff? It sorry. Is. You should have kept that quiet <laughs> though. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So sorry. I got that How background you... music off the first cliff. <laughs> that was, that was, was the ama- first impressive. cliff. I uh, even... It was kind of a random can, can you play uh, yeah, soundtrack. Can you play yeah, again? here's the first clip again. Yeah, it's that like the background. The background part. music. I was like, oh, yeah, so that's weird. the yeah. Does it sound yeah. like a dog barking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to the. Yeah, I wasn't listening to the music part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm glad I was able to fool you guys for a little. Well, fool <laughs> yeah. everyone but Kevin <laughs> for a little bit. And then I let it out the back. Other sounds like this. Oh, more. I would have got it there yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Up, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. You will be back the thing. Nice. <laughs> Although, actually, that same sound clip is also in Monster Bash. Oh, yeah. Really? It's exactly the same. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a couple of these sounds were repurposed, I noticed. But yeah. you have to listen to them contextually, which yeah. makes it really You know, tricky. I wouldn't have known this except for the part where, like, I've just had to play Scared Stiff in, like, three tournaments. Oh, okay. Oh, so really? I'm like, <laughs> I had to play it in the finals at Pinburg, and then, you know, I ape it. it uh-huh. Yeah. I this, guess that's it. But... This is another example of a machine where I really had no idea how hard it was going to be because I... I played Scared Stiff like for two hours straight once, so like, oh wow, it's kind of embedded in my brain, <laughs> yeah. much like Lord of the Rings was when we did that one. It's right, like, yeah. I know all of these sounds. Yeah. Like, you know. um, and I then, love of course, that she says I'm having multiple jackpots at one point. Like, yeah, there's <laughs> yeah. a bunch of funny ones. <laughs> yeah. oh, such I've... good sounds. It's <laughs> such a man. I hate commercials. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyway. something that I feel is missing from some of the recent Stern games. Yeah. Too, is like, there's some really funny sounds. I, yeah. I feel like they're yeah. they're coming Definitely. back slowly. It's just mm-hmm. you usually don't hear them. Um, but like you know, Metallica has some funny things. Yeah. All I gotta nice say, fucking shot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> even, like, even like Mustang has some funny quotes, which yeah. is funny because it's like a car game. But like, there's some funny like, oh, that driver went right off the road or whatever. Yeah, yeah. 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 I also love on Scared Stiff where the backlash has like uh, AFM uh, callouts. Like you know, like there's a book on Martians. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. From Mars there. Yeah. There's a different, but definitely like little cameos of different. Yeah, I, I don't there. think Stern has really done that at no. all.
Just kidding, Gary. Anna. You there, know there I love goes, you. That was, there goes that was, your sweet Stern sponsorship. Know, there was a, right? Well, I saved your butt <laughs> because I accidentally hit the space bar and that one little bit was taken out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that's our third edit. <laughs> third edit. I think we'll keep that one in, though, because we're talking about it it's right funny, now. It's funny, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird timing. Um, sorry about that. Yeah, I should move this space bar further away from me. But we're almost at the end of the episode Give me some here. space bar. Oh. Um, <laughs> Okay, so uh, I think yeah, we're t- it's time for plugs. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you said you were going to play a tournament here uh, today too, right? Yeah, so, uh, I'm playing? playing the well. Actually, we are both. Well, he's running it. I'm oh, playing well, there it. we go. Uh, the Northwest Pinball Championships pre-tournament series. Um, there's a tournament today at Olaf's, and I don't have the schedule, but I, I think there's one up. at Shorty's next. I'll week. bring it up real quick. Okay. It literally the will last take ones like at uh, John seconds. John's, and then. Uh, John John's, um, assuming they can assuming they're open. open. Right. If not, okay. we'll find a replacement venue. Um, so either way, all of these will happen. But before this, yeah, this, this one released. is basically taking place of the normal Olaf's monthly, oh, which right. I recommend everybody goes to because yeah. that place is awesome. Cool. Yeah, and it'll all happen before this comes out anyway. And those but are on Sundays, then. I think so. First, the Olaf's tournaments are. I want to say on the Sunday. third, the third Sunday. Sunday I think. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds yeah. right. Although occasionally it changes, but those tournaments are really great. The Pinheads guys, um, they, they have the they have a live streaming yeah. setup. The uh-huh. games are all super dialed, and you know there's like cheap, tasty food, and it's just a yeah. fun place to be. For sure. So, uh, and then, of course, if you ever want to play, uh, you know, tournament level machines to help you get better, uh, full tilt yeah. is where we always uh, practice up whenever we need. Yeah, to. honestly, I would say actually for preparation for serious tournaments, like if you want to prepare for Northwest Champs, you mm-hmm. want to prepare for Pinberg or Papa, especially Papa. Um, or really any kind of like these games were set up specifically for the tournament right. tournament. You should go to full tilt. I mean, I mean that's what I. They're not set up like that hard. No, they're it's not just, that. They're hard, very but, um, very crisp and very. They're clean. Yeah, uh, reliable fast. games. Flippers yeah. are good. They play as they should. They which, will make you better. I wish I wish yeah. there was some more events that go on at full tilt. We'll, we'll see. Well, uh, the last tournament they had, I won first place, so I'm fine with them. Oh, leaving yeah. That oh, yeah, you're the yeah. winning yeah, champion. I'm the champion. Guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it would be nice, and uh, you know, we'll see. Things are always in the works, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that's definitely. I, and they're opening I, a new location on Capitol Hill, so that could be something good oh, too. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. joking that, about. Um, yeah. yeah, we've been joking. We've been calling it Fetch because yeah, it's full tilt Capitol Hill. So Not if we chuffed. had a pin, <laughs> so if uh, if uh, you know we had a Monday night pinball team, uh, we could just call it Fetch, you know, which I think would be a great name. Yeah, yeah. Where's the E come from? It doesn't come from anywhere. <laughs> just make it a little E. <laughs> you know, we're just trying to make a little Mean Girls reference, you know, now yeah. and then. That's good. I like Stop it. trying to make Fetch happen, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, and yeah. uh, one more big plug for uh, the Northwest Pinball Championships yeah. that we were talking about. That's uh, August 28th through the 30th. Uh, yeah. As we heard, uh, it's at Lucky Strike Bowling in Bellevue. Uh, go to bdivision.com to find out all the details. Yes. And oh, anything more you want to say quickly about that? For those of you that, who, but... uh, who don't know or haven't played, I mean, I think we already talked about the format, but it's open qualifying on Friday and Saturday. You do not have to be there on Friday uh you know, all day or actually at all if you don't want mm-hmm. to. Cool. Um, so, you know, if you I mean, can't 
Yeah, no, you know you what can't, I mean. If you can't, if you yeah. can't get off yeah, work, it, like I said, it's a choose your own adventure. So yeah, yeah some I mean, people play at it all weekend because they want to get top qualifier, and some people even throw if in you a couple entries here and there. You could show up at like 7 p.m. on Friday, totally. play that, and then play Saturday and be yeah. solid, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, or if you're like Keith Elwin, I watched him play like one ticket and go back to his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much. So um, you know, it's, it's going to be a really fun event. We've been working a lot. Bought some games for it. A little, little nervous. Spent a lot of time. Uh, quite nervous. Quite mm-hmm. nervous. Jermaine, but, uh, uh, plug to Jermaine. He's yeah, huge Jermaine plug out to Kicking Jermaine. serious awesome. butt lately with uh, he is, uh He's project done. managing our, the hell out of our <laughs> tournament. It's yeah. great. Uh, like, it's really good. Yeah. Um, we've got a lot of stuff, and uh, we hope you all come out. It's going to be... We have a ton of sponsors. Prize pools are larger than ever before. Awesome. I mean, like, significantly larger. All right. Assuming you all show up. And we yeah. pay out to <laughs> 16 in uh, both yeah, and main and classic. Yeah, right. division as well. Oh, wow. Which pays out. And a novice, daily novice tournaments, which mm-hmm. pay out. Women's final, which also pays out. Which so, I mean, didn't pass. <laughs> it's really yeah. open for everybody. Yeah. You know, if you there play the, pinball yeah. in the Seattle area, what you are you doing? Come out. If you're in town, make it. Yeah, it's seriously... We're hopefully... I like I said, if, if you're going to PAX or whatever, you don't have you can just come by after. It's just I ninety away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do a couple right. entries, so. you know, in the morning or afternoon, uh-huh. and even if even if you don't drive, it's very easy to get over oh, there yeah. by transit. Super easy. Yeah. It's right at where the bus drops you off in nice. Bellevue Perfect. if you come from Seattle. So <laughs> very easy. Cool. All right. Uh, then uh, any other personal plugs you guys have, or I think that's uh, that's the big pretty thing. Much it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Um, I'd like to plug my interview with Listen Lady out of this issue of Razor Cake again. It's available on RazorCake.org. Um, that's my biggest piece of writing that came out. I also did a show review of the D4th of July that I went to in Minneapolis on 4th of July, um, which I played pinball at Mortimer's, which was awesome, by the way. Shout out to Mortimer's. Uh, they had dollar games, but their happy hour was two for one, so that kind of made up for it. You know? <laughs> um and then I leave for Europe on Wednesday, recording this three days before I leave. So I'll be playing at the UK pinball party soon. Cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I also have Kaylee played at this guys. tournament. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I guess if you want any info on tournaments that I'm running or, you know, myself or people who I'm friends with, uh, you know, you can check out beneficialmalfunction.com oh, yeah, yeah. or on facebook.com slash beneficialmalfunction. Or just Google. I love that name, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, uh, we provide info on that. And also streaming coverage from tournaments that we don't run. Um, We were going to be doing Fraser Valley Flip Out, but that has been been postponed. postponed. Uh, We probably will still be doing it. but Personally, I think they should have just held it. They uh, got too much interest in it, and they didn't have enough space. Mm, Overwhelmed. Yeah, Yeah. which is like a healthy pinball problem. It's not a bad problem to have like 300 people pre-register for your tournament without any of the big names Mm -hmm. (laughs) pre-registering. But yeah. Speaking of big names, I also want to uh, plug... Uh, Wizard Mode, the documentary about Robert Gagno that's coming out soon next yeah. year. I watched the. There's yeah. probably lots of cameos on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah. appear but do not speak. I'm, you can see my hair in one frame. There you go. It's <laughs> like brightly um, colored hair. Yeah, the yeah. purple hair with the. <laughs> I hat. I haven't seen the trailer yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Where can people see that? On Vimeo. Vimeo. Uh, if you just search. Uh, yeah. Wizard Mode. Wizard or, Mode on Vimeo. Yeah. I'm sure if you Google like Wizard Mode, Robert Salazar, Gagno, you'll yeah, be able to find it. Salazar Productions is. The, yeah cool it. it's really beautiful so. i'm really looking forward to seeing the full mm-hmm. thing there too um anything else kayla oh, no i'm good yeah kayla's gonna be gone for a while yeah. so uh this is the last episode as she just mentioned that we're recording until she gets back we'll be playing our for episode nine uh coming out in 
early September. That'll be the Crosscast episode that we mentioned mm-hmm. that, that we did with Sidekicks Podcast. If you didn't listen to it already uh, through them, which go ahead, do it. You should. You know, it'll be available two weeks after this, though. Uh, otherwise, skillshotpincast at gmail.com if you want to reach us. Um, gosh, what else? Like us on Facebook, Skillshot Pincast. Subscribe. subscribe. Rate Please rate and review us on iTunes. Even if it's a bad review. Yeah, we go don't ahead. It's yeah. fine. Just but get people talking be, about us. Don't be dummies. Yeah, come on. <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything else. You can follow me at Gramular on uh, Twitter. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. All right. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming out, guys. Thank yeah, you guys for being here. No problem. All righty. Awesome.